The following is a sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, everyone. It's Andy Brownell along with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. On News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. Me too. My tulips are all open. They look oh, so pretty. Oh, really? They look so pretty. It's springtime. Yeah, it's funny that, you know, it's a little cooler this weekend, but, you know, we're looking to next week. I it's have buds on my again. trees and tulips, yep. so forget about the temperature. It is springtime. And the I market, know, but our... The market is showing me because I'm working like a dog. <laughs> but our idea of what's cool weather is also being modified as well. Because well, now when, when it, we have highs office, around 50, it's cool. When I'm inside the office looking out the window, I just pretend it's 80. That's <laughs> you know, this, if it, there's some sunshine out there, it's like, ah, it's much warmer than it really oh, is. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's a vast improvement from a month ago. Uh, yes. Absolutely. So, well, I'm a- just going to say this. Anybody who's telling you that this real estate market is slow, they are living under a rock. Okay. <laughs> and if anybody out there is worried about now not being a good time to buy a house, please call me and let me enlighten you. Because honestly, the market is hot. I have been writing offers like crazy. Literally on Friday, I wrote three different offers for three different buyers. Every single one in multiple offers. So it is definitely a healthy spring market. And I mean, it's different. It's definitely different than 2021 because everybody and their mother was selling and moving because they could move up to their dream house and lock it in at two and a half percent interest. So let's put the one that we have now that was our dream house last year on the market or whatever, right? Yeah. And now it's just tougher because... We don't have much for inventory. I mean, we have a pretty big shortage of inventory. So the people who say, you know, I I would sell my house. I'm not as nervous about the interest rates as I was a year ago or eight months ago when everybody told me they were going to make it to nine or 10 or whatever nonsense they said. And so I would, but if I put mine on the market, where do I go? Because there's just nothing to buy. So sellers, if you're listening and you're thinking about selling your house, please, please, please do, because we need inventory. So as far as inventory, when you started doing this radio program with me, we talked about inventory then. And it's gotten, over this time period, even worse, right? The number of homes available. Um, Well, like I said, when... In 2021, people who weren't even going to sell their house sold their house. Yes. Just because they could move into their dream house at such low rates. So we got this plethora of short-term inventory because as fast as it was listed, it was sold. But the reason our number of sales was up is because we had something to sell. So people are saying, oh, sales are down 5% over this time last year. Because we have 5% fewer homes to sell. If we had them, they would be sold. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It's still so a it's seller's market. it's nothing negative. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. That's why I'm saying. In my mind, I'm already in the process of forgetting about the pandemic years because 
when you're looking at statistics like housing statistics, they shouldn't count. Right. Yeah, it was it was definitely an anomaly. It yeah. was something that we're never going to see again. Well, let's pray we don't ever see a pandemic again. That was just not fun. But um, just so much. It was just nuts. You couldn't. There were no markers to predict anything. It was just <laughs> it was just chaos. I look back and I'm thinking, how did we even survive it? Oh, my gosh, it got busy. And I'm hoping that if it stabilizes and things get back to normalcy, that maybe this inventory will start to bump up. Yeah, and I think we're already seeing it. I mean, today at the end of the show, I'll talk about listings that just our team has new this week, and I think it's five or six, and all in really nice, affordable price ranges. Oh, really? I mean, we're definitely seeing it, and people are starting to realize, I mean, predictions now are uh, before the end of the year, the rates will be back toward, you know, well, under six for sure, and maybe in the high fives, and by the end of next year, the low fives, and who knows. I've even seen people say back in the fours by the end of 24. So we're not hearing all the negative about, oh, we don't know how high these rates are going to go and when it's going to stop. And I I do laugh because I was at a listing appointment this week, and the guy, nicest fella, and he's a retired appraiser. And so he was asking me things about the market. And he's like, so what, do you, what is going on in the market, Robin? And I said, oh, gosh, how much time do you have? Because this is something I love to talk about. And so he said, why do you think we saw kind of a slowdown for a while and people's houses were actually sitting on the market? We had a neighbor whose house sat on the market for five months. I said, well, yeah, because you live in a higher end neighborhood. These homes are more expensive. And that was a time where people were like, uh, I don't know if I can justify spending over six and a half percent in interest to buy a bigger new house, not even new, but a bigger house because I lot, you know, I refinanced at 2.65 right. or I refinanced. So, so now I'm kind of comfortable with this nice low interest rate and we'll just stay a little bit cramped in our house. And when I say cramped, you know, cramped is quite relative because when <laughs> I grew up, we had three houses in our bedroom. We had six kids and we had one bathroom. Now I can talk to you about cramped, but do you know, I never felt cramped. No. So, so it's like, I always thought we had plenty of space and never felt cramped. The fact that I shared my bedroom at times with three of my sisters, you know, my sister Renee and I each had our own bed and the twins had a bunk bed. So it was a big room, clearly. It was one of those story and a half, so it was most of the upstairs. And we just didn't feel, we never felt like we were cramped together, but now people will say, oh, all three kids have to share one bathroom? I'm like, it's yeah. A, it's a classic first world problem. It's a classic first world problem. And it is funny because I grew up in a big family as well. And I would never consider that we were cramped. Right. Isn't that but, funny? But if I, if I had grown up in a house that had multiple bathrooms, I might have a different opinion on that now. Right. <laughs> and the other thing is, is that, um, it, like you say, it's all relative. It's whatever you're used to, right? So now people are pretty accustomed. I, I went to the Parade of Homes and a lot of the homes had one bathroom per bedroom. So yeah. every bedroom had their own bathroom. Wow. Fancy. Well, when you do the listings, a lot of the homes you've described are like that now. If they have yeah. four bedrooms, they'll have at least three baths, if not four. Right. Yeah. Wow. 
living it up. No, but on the other hand, when you look at the people who are locked in at 3% during the pandemic, that advantage in interest rates will wear off over time because as that amount of principal that they have paid off grows, that interest rate matters less. And they might get the itch to move up after all. Right. Because they'll have that equity to put down on the next one and all of a sudden five and a half, six percent won't seem as high as what they thought it was back when they were thinking about it earlier. Well, yeah, so that's what, when I got to him, when I was telling this fella about how the interest rates are what kind of held people where they were, he said, what? He goes, oh my gosh, when I bought this house, if I would have gotten a six and a half percent interest rate, I would have been dancing in the streets. I'm like, yeah, it's exactly. exactly. So again, it's just whatever you're accustomed to. And people better get it out of their heads that someday this 3% interest rate will return. Yeah, yeah, that's not probably not happening. happening. Yeah. Well, if it does happen, we're, it'd be terrible because that means something catastrophic has happened. Right. So don't wish it. Yep, exactly. <laughs> that We don't want that back. No, no, no. Okay, well, let's take a quick break, Robin. It's Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Rebax Results, and we'll be back in just a few seconds on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Uh-huh. Welcome back to Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We are back. Good morning. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. I'm Andy Brownell. And well, everything we've talked about, I know we've talked about this, what's the term, ad nauseum, that this is not the 2008 housing crisis. Right. It Every will. last piece of evidence should make that very, very clear that that the negatives in the housing market right now are the result of a lack of homes being put up for sale. Exactly. We just don't. And so what what are we seeing uh, when we were just off air? I was telling Andy about one particular listing that somebody here at Remax had this week. And in a 12 hour period, they had. 42 showings and 18 offers. Wow. That means there's just a whole lot more buyers for that house than there are houses, right? Yeah. So they, everybody has to fight over the ones that are there. So that it, it does make that's a struggle, but So if you're listening right now and right. you're thinking, "Boy, we really do want to sell our house, but we're not sure about the economic conditions because you're reading the headlines." Yeah, take call me. take the message to heart. Yeah, yeah. Call me. I can. I really can enlighten you for real. It's like there is. It is a great time to sell. And luckily for us, you know, living here in Rochester, and I know I've talked about this before, but it, we we can't ignore it because it's true. You know, when we talk about the real estate market, we can't talk about one real estate market as if everywhere in the country has the same situation, because that would be ridiculous. So, you know, I like to talk about our local real estate market because that is what concerns most of our listeners. I mean, sure, I like to tell things about the overall picture, but 
with Rochester being the way Rochester is, we all know that our bigger, you know, our biggest employer is Mayo Clinic. And what happens is people come here for short periods of time, intentionally. Like sometimes they're coming to attend medical school or to yep. do a four-year residency or to do a two-year fellowship. I mean, yep. they know when they come that when we're done here, we're going on to our next assignment. So it's not like, oh, we don't like it here. We want to get out of here. I mean, it's just a planned thing. So those people will come here and would prefer to buy a house because whether the interest rate is 3% or 6%, we all know what the interest rate is when you're paying rent, right? What is it, Andy? 100%. 100%. No equity being built there whatsoever. So saying that... They are smart people. They come in, they want to buy a house, and then four years later, they're going to call us back and sell the house. And that's what I've been banking my business on for the last 23 years and so many other realtors as well because we build relationships with this revolving door, right? So we have that where some people say, well, no one's going to move because the of the rates. Well, in Rochester, people are still going to move. So when the residency is done and they've accepted a position on staff somewhere, they're going and the house is going up for sale. So our inventory is not quite as tight as even the Twin Cities, which isn't that far away. Or some of the rural towns, because those people are have been there a long time and they're staying there. And so they'll just stay put in the house they're in. So that has been favorable for us. Now, it doesn't mean we still don't have a shortage, but I think that's why, like, I'll speak to our company, Remax Results. Remax Results is a huge brokerage, um, the biggest Remax in the United States of America, biggest franchisee, okay, John Colopy, our owner. So he has, uh, I think it's 42 offices, 42 locations with 1,800 agents. So pretty big showing. So even within those 42 offices, everybody's market's a little bit different because whether you are up in Duluth or over in Superior or out in Austin or here in Rochester or the Twin Cities, you know, we're all we're all relatively, you know, Minnesota, right? I mean, so we're pretty close, but the markets are all still different. So I feel really fortunate to live and sell real estate in the Rochester market because we do have a lot of transition, a lot of coming and going. And even take away the transition, you have people who have a level of expertise or education that they're highly upwardly mobile as far as their economic situation is concerned. So they are natural candidates to, despite the interest rates, move up to a larger home. Exactly. So it's that affordability piece. You know, the people who aren't struggling with affordability are still moving. So that's exactly right. Um, And then, of course, it's just that time of the year. You know, how many weddings have we been invited to so far this year? You know, weddings and college graduations and new jobs. So it's just the time of the year that people are moving. And that's why typically spring is is the busiest. And people say, oh, but the spring market's not as busy. The spring market is very busy. The spring market isn't as busy because we don't have as many houses to sell but we're busy selling the ones we have to sell and and it proves it when you have a house listed 
you know, I think it was just below 200 or just over 200 or whatever it was. And they had 42 showings in 12 hours and 18 offers. I mean, yeah. the spring market is, it's, it's busy. That's a lot of demand in that particular price range. Uh, yeah. And so um, I'm still waiting to hear on one of the offers that I wrote yesterday in multiples for a house in the mid twos. And I don't even want to know how many offers we're up against, but I think it's plenty. But they've called for best and final. So now we're just waiting this afternoon. I'll know. Oh, okay. That's kind of like waiting for the jury, right? Kind of, but maybe maybe not as nerve wracking. <laughs> I mean, if we don't get the house, there will be another. We're not going to jail either way. <laughs> but I see what you're saying. Similar. Well, if I'm, a, if I'm the buyer, I want pins and needles. I know that. Yeah, no, no, no. Exactly. But I always tell people, honestly, we can't get beat. We can't let ourselves get defeated if we don't get this one. If we don't get this one, we weren't supposed to have this one. It wasn't meant to be. And you'll land in the place that you were supposed to land. I've seen it over and over and over for the last 23 years. So when I say that, I say it with great confidence. So I try not to let buyers be emotional buyers. I really try to educate them and guide them so that we're making a good financial decision. Sure, I want them to end in a house that they like, but I want them to end in it at a price that they feel really good about. And more importantly, so when it comes time to sell it in a price that they're gonna sell it and We'll have made money. Yeah. I That's love that important. philosophy. I yeah. love that you have that because I'm, I'm in agreement with you. It, if it didn't work out this time, it was meant to be. Yeah. We'll find yeah. one. It'll be fine. Yeah. And it will actually end up being far more to your liking than the one you thought it was such a great tragedy because you didn't if get you it. Knew, if you knew how many times people said, but I'm never going to find one I like this much. And then <laughs> at, we're at, when we're at the closing table with the one that they eventually find, I say, do you remember when they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I love this house twice as much. You know, so <laughs> it, it always works out. It really does. That's got to be fun for you when that happens. That's the best. <laughs> well, so it's like we make it through the lows, but then we get to end on the high. Yeah. Well, we have to take a break. So we'll be oh back in a moment. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Well, Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. It's Saturday morning, my favorite part of the program where I get to hear about the houses that are available in our market. Your well, new especially, listings. Especially when we have new ones. That's really awesome. So good news is um, some of the inventory that did take a few months to sell has mostly all sold now. So nice. we have a couple of the one over a million and one in the high nines that will probably drop soon. But other than that, um, we have a lot of new stuff in the price point that really excites people. So to have like, I think I have five or six this week. So yeah, I'm oh, excited right. to share those. All right, so let's talk about those. 3096 River Falls Court Northwest. That one is one of those townhomes just right off of West Circle Drive by Valley High Road, kind of behind that Mayo Lab. Okay, you know, the, Got, yep. That Mayo Lab building yep. in there. They're, they're really nice. They have a really great floor plan. 
and they're just over a thousand square feet. They're about 20 years old now. Let me look here. Yeah, built in 2003. I remember selling those when they were brand new. My God. Anyway, they have two beds and two baths and a one-car garage. And that little number is going for 219900 Oh, that's going to get grabbed up right away. Oh, yeah. And it's a coming soon. So I think the first showings are uh, next next week, maybe. Uh, okay. Maybe it's Saturday, Sunday. Maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's sooner. I don't know. Pay attention anyway, to Robin's pay website. Pay attention. Pay attention. 3096 River Falls Court Northwest. And then we've got one at 1806. 16 and a half street northwest this one is a three bed two bath one car garage ranch style house built in 1958 got about the same amount of square footage a little less 1014 instead of 1080 um it has a unfinished lower level and this one is 239.9 nice yeah I'm excited about this. And so there are affordable homes in the city. Yes, 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 yes. And here we have one of those Sand Cherry Place. Um, they've been just famous for housing residents. They come and go and come and go and come and go. They're up behind that, um, what is the name of that, like, retirement center right on 55th, 55th Street, kind of kitty corner from the big funeral home. Is that Rand okay? Brands? I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. So then, but... right, right up behind there is um, it's five nine nine six. So I guess it's closer to sixtieth. Sand Cherry Place, and those were built about the same time as those other ones. These were actually two thousand four, and they are a two bed, two bath, two car garage, and it's two thirty nine nine. Really? Yeah. So, that, so if I keep going on Eighteenth Avenue, it's when I'm starting to go up the hill. Yes, you got it. And then you take okay. a left into the into the little subdivision. And they yep. do sit kind of up on a hill. And those are nice, really nice. Wow, the price is um, good too. Right? I'm excited. I noticed that for each of these, it's two bedrooms, two baths as well. Yeah. Yes. And here I have one if you want to go out of town. This one is 314 Center Street, Northeast in Preston. And this thing is really nice. It's one of those twin homes where they connect at the garages. Okay. So their common their common um, wall is between the two garages. And so then there's on each end, there's a house. So it's pretty long, right? And it is three beds, two baths, two car garage. It was built in 2002. Lots of twos going on. I want you to brace yourself because it doesn't start with a two. One eighty nine nine. Really? One eighty nine nine. So there you go. You want some affordable living, and you don't mind living out in Preston? Well, there's a lot of people commuting from Preston. My goodness. Well, yeah, it's a gorgeous place to live. So there you go. And then we have a beautiful house in St. Charles, and this one was built in 2010, and it's got four bedrooms, three baths, a three-car garage. And it's four hundred and nineteen nine. Nice. You know, so, my my late uncle used to be the mayor of St. Charles. Well, there you for go. For many, many, many years. Cool. 
So I think people, I mean, I have a couple people on the team that actually live out there, and I think people really like that town. Oh, it's a beautiful, quiet so, little town, yeah. And not very far away. No, and you're right not by Whitewater State away. Park. If you right. Like so a fly look fish. at that. I gave one, two, three, four, five options, with the highest one being four nineteen nine, and the four. median sale price right now is four eighty nine nine. So here you go, five houses well below the median sale price. And the one in St. Charles, that's a big house. Oh, it's a big, beautiful house. It even has, I can't say it in the listing because we can't use brand names, but it has uh, Cambria countertops in the kitchen, and they are gorgeous. And it's a really, it's a beauty. So why is we've it, got some good options. Why is it that you can't use brand names in the listings? Isn't that weird? Because they consider it marketing or advertising for those companies. So we can't say Whirlpool okay. Tub. We have to say jetted tub or we can't say um sub-zero refrigerator we have to say high-end refrigerator that's that silly sorry I, I don't make the rules it's all marketing so i, I okay yeah exactly i guess it's because we aren't we probably don't have their permission to I, I don't know why we were doing a commercial um on local television during super bowl that was going to be aired at the super bowl but we could and and the Chiefs were in the Super Bowl and we're big Chiefs fans, but you couldn't wear Chiefs jerseys in the commercial <laughs> because the TV station isn't allowed to use the NFL's. St I'm like, oh, okay, this is so that's ridiculous. why it's always blurred out. Yeah, or we or we couldn't say? say we couldn't say go Chiefs. We would have to say go Kansas City. I'm like, <laughs> okay, you know what? Just use our normal commercial because we're not going to make a silly commercial. So anyway, so don't uh, ask me. I don't, I don't make the rules. I just follow them most, was, most of the time. If it was the world, according to Robin, you could tell us what brand it was. Okay. Exactly. So I told you on the radio. I don't know if I'm going to get in any <laughs> trouble for that, but it does have Cambria countertops there. I won't tell anybody. Uh, yeah, right. no one. No one's listening. <laughs> well, Robin, uh, so there's all these homes you have for sale uh, listed yeah. with Gwaltney Group Remax results. Um, how do they get a hold of you? If I imagine there's people listening right now, if they're not interested, they're going to call their sons, their daughters, or their nephews and I hope tell so. them to check I it hope out. So. And honestly, I'm not even being sarcastic. If you are still hearing negative in the media about the market and why it's not a good time to enter the market, feel free to call me anytime. I'd love to have an offline conversation with you and really truly try to enlighten you about why I think that's all BS. Okay? All right. So. Uh that being said, call me on my cell phone anytime, 507-259-4926. Great. And check out the website, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Robin, thank you again, and we'll talk to you next Saturday. Sounds great. Have a great All week. All right. Gwaltney Group, Robin, Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.